Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Awesome. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, the greatest podcast. Guys, this is seriously my favorite one ever, and I get to be on it. But welcome back. I'm Ashley Chandler and Pastor Jim Parkin. Sup? What's up, man? Yeah. And we're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. I know we're getting really close here. A couple of weeks. This is episode 98, and it's it's just, I don't know. It feels all so normal and you know, we have our conversation. It's not like we have this whole studio audience or anything like that, but, um, so in some ways it feels like there's this, a little bit of energy as we build up to, I I feel like it's a benchmark, you know, we're just kind of hitting a new stride, a new season. Um, it's crazy. (laughs) So we're going to, it's just, it's crazy because it's been such a long process. We've been doing this forever. seems like like we're at that level, we're in the space where it seems like we've just always been doing a podcast at this point. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I do have some new technology that I'm going to share with you once we hit episode 101. What? It's uh, my younger brother uses it for the Taylor Guitars podcast because they do, because same, they're in California. So quarantine and lockdowns and restrictions are not so much where he is in San Diego, but like around Los Angeles where some of the other guys are. So they use this thing called river FM. Okay. And he says the quality is spot on. There's no latency. There's like, okay. And so he's going to share that with me and how to use it. He said, if you want to pull video, it's like through your dang camera, whatever on your iPad or your computer. He said it's so high quality. Wow. So in the next in a week or two, I'm gonna once he's freed up from some obligations, uh, we're gonna do we're gonna go on there. He's gonna explain how to use it. That will be wonderful. I'm really excited about that. Cause I mean, I will say that, you know, we talked about it before how COVID and 2020 really kind of put a lot of podcasters and everything all back kind of on the same playing field because nobody could get together. So we, a lot of folks started Mm -hmm. doing zoom and all that. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful for, um, freedom center church. Um, we were using their studio, but we'd have to get there. We'd have to unlock the studio and set the mics up and do all the things and stuff. And then if we had a guest getting there, if they were on time or early or, you know, all that jazz and stuff. So, this has really given us a lot of access to people. Mm-hmm. It's made things very convenient in a lot of ways, uh, a lot more accessible. Um, and honestly, even for me editing that I just, I already have the file and I can drop it in for my computer and stuff. It's, it's quite nice. So um, mm-hmm. it's been really cool. I mean, it's really cool, you know, what we've been able to do. And he was telling me with this setup that it's, like depending on what we're using and how we get ourselves prepared and set up and we have some budget and stuff we could maybe spend or whatever. But he said, you could actually be producing while we're podcasting. That's interesting. Like while we're doing it, you're like (laughs) doing your thing. 
that would be really cool. I don't know if I could mentally do that. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see what that all looks that's, like. That's, that's a big multitask. But it is. Yeah, I know man. Pastor Josh was so good at it because he could, could like adjust volumes and things like that as we're going through. But mm-hmm. I get so into a conversation that I, I'm like, I'd rather right. just do it separate. So, well, yeah, we'll see what so, that yeah. looks like. I, I mean, know, think about we had our... We get an intern and we have our, someone that comes in and... Yes. That would be so fun to teach somebody and use them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so if you guys, whoever our listeners who follow me on Insta and on Facebook and whatever, I've been kind of post heavy the last couple of days. And yesterday I posted and I was talking about dreaming big dreams and kind of having to live out scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Jeremiah 29 is what I put, Jeremiah 29, yeah. 11. But, and then in that group of pictures, there's a building that I posted like the Google Maps picture of. And so it's this spot, there's this old busted like church on uh, Lucille and Hill Road. Yeah. Right. And Carrie, my wife, found the, who the owner is, is a lawyer in Grand Blank here. It's in, in, it's like in the name of an LLC is the owner, which is like his kids' names or whatever. All right. So I don't know the availability, but something, I, God keeps drawing me to this building and like around the back of it, you can't see it from there. Like that is an amazing angle, but the parking on the side there is nowhere near that. It's super small. That looks huge. It's not. <laughs> like what, five <laughs> spaces or but something? Like around, Just five spots? Yeah. 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 Around the back is behind it. There's another lot for more parking, but there's a little parsonage there, okay. you know, which would be cool for offices and studios. Like, I'm not saying we're buying it. I'm just saying I'm dreaming big here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that uh, that idea, that thought comes from, there's a dude that I've really followed for a long time that was, we talked about him when uh, Dazzy Maynard was on. His name's Inky Johnson. Okay. And he was a football player. Then he had an injury before we made it to the NFL. And like all he had to do was do his last season of college football and in the first game like severs his spine now his right arm and hand are paralyzed forever and in that moment he realized that god was telling him i have something better for you i know you can't see it i know you're not tracking with me but you need to trust me it's better and sweeter long term and he talks about his argument would be like well let me just get to this thing and take care of my family and then i'll do your thing you know, and I know that's an easy path for all of us to get on. Like I'm over here. I'll do what you want after I do like this over here. So, and for me, it's not so much that because I'm very much mission oriented. Like I don't need a lot. If this is the mission, PLE this is the mission. I'm going to be on it. Yeah. I'm just going to stay on it. For me, it's more so it's been so long and like I posted, I just want to be five years from now. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm that child of God that's growing impatient and being a bit of a brat. Like, I just want to be there. Like, what are we waiting on? But, you know, and then let's fast forward to today where I shared from this post actually comes from a, a She's a speaker, a Christian speaker, but she was an Atlanta police officer. And through the course of the last few years, she quit 
she just had to walk away from that, but then stopped being paid. Um, she was a leader in a church and she said that they decided to go in a different direction and just fired her out of the blue. So she lost that, lost relationships, lost, lost, lost. And she's talked about in this post leading up to what I shared or did the screenshot of, she's just talking about staying the course and her, her perspective, she's talking about money. So I put like, I, I commented on the, on the caption I put was that I, we won't let finances, we won't stall out because of finances. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm talking about is like, we aren't going to, as a ministry or as a, a church campus, I'm not going to let this say, okay, but we don't have the means. Right. So we'll just, that'll be just something we don't do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Right. And in this, this uh, screenshot, what she's saying is that when money becomes the goal, you become a slave. I think that's also true. If money becomes the, the holding the hold up or the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If that becomes your reason for not moving forward, you're also a slave to finances. That's good. It's just, it's just working in the opposite way. And I like here what she says, like the English is terrible, but it says, God, don't lie. If he gave it to you, it's up to you to operate as if it's already so, no matter what it looks like. So he gave us this thing and we're supposed to be, like I said last week, act as if we're at the next higher rank. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be operating as if we're already doing the thing and not finding reasons to let seasons slip by. I just think, I think really what I'm saying here is as we get to for the podcast episode 100, it's a huge, that's a huge benchmark. It is. Yeah. But it's just episode 100 and there's still a lot to be done and there's still a whole other side of this project to open up and like, and where I want to take it, we were kind of talking about that a couple weeks ago after, uh, after church on Monday night, we were talking about what can we do? And I think what we need to look at is helping people, getting people in here, helping them navigate this whole career or to be navigate being a veteran before they need help like getting them before they're in that space yeah yeah you know almost if we could visit classrooms before people are licensed this is what i'm talking about that's cool you know you know this is going to be this is our space that we're going to operate in and it's just it's good everything's cool it's all good Sometimes I post things where they could seem, I don't mean them to seem ambiguous. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just, this is how I, this is what I do to recalibrate and focus. Yeah. I, I believe in putting myself out there. So now I've put it out there that we're, our next move is our own building. Right. That's what, that's the goal. That's where we're headed for. So for me to to state things and put myself out there. I'm your pastor. I will pastor this whole Genesee County EMS community. If that's what you wish from me, that puts me out there, right? That, yeah. that means I've, I've opened myself up to scrutiny. I've opened myself up to judgment. I've opened, that's cool. I'm good with that. 
I just, that's how I keep myself accountable to who I'm trying to serve is by just kind of putting myself up against the firing squad, so to speak. Well, there's honesty and there's transparency there. You know, when people know what your motives are, what your goal is, what your mission is, what your passion is, you know, then people can understand where we're headed and why, what we're doing, why, (laughs) what it's going to look like. And it's not ambiguous, you know, um, yeah, no, that's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Also, what else do I got? I went to fire training this week. I was hadn't been in a whole COVID minute. Ooh. But like it had been a long time. Work had just been a lot and getting this off the ground and the church off the ground had been a lot. And yeah, so it has been. It my has been chief and my fellow firefighters have given me the grace to not be there, but Yesterday was time to be back. So that was cool. Cool to be around that. That's an amazing industry. If you have the wherewithal and the capacity to join the local fire department, it can be some of the most legal fun ever had. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah, man, that's where we are. I think we're headed in a good direction. You know, I think we're soon we'll start seeing more people, new people come on Mondays. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's one of those things that we, it does remind me of quite a bit of the beginnings. You know, we would have a lot of people ask, now, what are you doing now? What is this called? Like what, you know, and Jim, it felt like every day I was posting our mission. You know, we, we we serve (laughs) those that serve, you know, like it just, it felt like we're just over and over, but we had many people, what many wise, compassionate people that Mm -hmm. were saying the minute you get sick of saying it is just when people just finally start catching on. And when we talk about trust, when we talk about this industry, when we talk about, um, people being burnt out from people and all the things and all the walls up and all the stuff, we knew that this was going to take some time to build some trust. And so even just, Mm -hmm. I think you and I are both in that way where let's, let's just, let's just do this. And Nick is so much that way too. He's like, okay, then what do we need to do? It should have happened yesterday. You know, (laughs) like, it's just like, let's get Mm -hmm. it done, you know? But I think so much of, there's so always deeper layers of doing this podcast, having house church, putting ourselves out there, people being able to hear us week after week after week and know who we are and hopefully trust us more than they did two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, right. you know, and right. yep. even for a whole community of people that they've worked with you for years, but they don't know me from Adam, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just... And then the folks that have been a part of our team, the, the folks that are at house church now, um, mm-hmm. those relationships growing and, and us getting to know, like there's just so many things there. And so if we have to t- give ourselves time to demonstrate that process and grow in that process, how much more, you know, we're, we can't lead people where we've never been. Right. And so I, uh, I'm, I'm the same. I'm so excited for the things that are coming. I know, um, this is going to be our full-time gig. I'm sure, you know, in so many different capacities, you know, um, yes, yes. but what that's going to look like and when and how, like God only knows, we just have to be obedient, you know? 
Let you read the first bullet point. Let me read the next two because I really like them a lot. And I think it right. it really feeds into a lot of these last few months, this last year, where we're headed. Um, a lot of people are going through stuff. A lot of people are just rolling in the mud and they're not just taking ownership of themselves. Um, yeah. Embracing the suck. You know, it's it's hard. It's legitimately hard, but you either like roll around in it or you get up and move. You know what I mean? Like we we only have two options, you know, and I'm I'm saying that from experience too. It's hard to do something different when you've never done it before. Um, but it says, she goes on and she says, things will get hard, stand firm persevere and continue to remind yourself the why. And I, and I know that we do that quite often. Um, we mm-hmm. take a lot of time to remind people what we're doing and why, and then everyone won't understand or see what you see. God gave it to you, not them focus. And so I know that there's a lot of folks that don't see it yet. Um, they don't understand what, why we're doing this and you know, if it's even worth, worth the time, you know, but we see it and we know what God's given us to do. And right. so we're going yeah, after man. it, you know? So it's interesting. The third bullet where she says, um, everyone won't, everyone won't understand or see what you see. So with that, then when you have team members come along and they see it too, that little phrase, I, it seemed like a big deal. Like when pastor Jim would say it, like, like when people are to them, when people are climbing on board with whatever, be it Haiti or kingdom builders or whatever, that idea, we see it too. Yeah. Once people do that, once you have a group, they're like, Oh, and now they're like, boom, they're in, you know, that that's when you get that like momentum. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're in a, we're starting, we're getting, we have that, we have people on board, but it's cool to see us start like the, it's different. Like there's a couple that's going to start coming to Mondays and it's very, it's very much that They're like, Oh, okay. This is something that we can get behind. Yeah. You know, and it's, and they're church people. It's just, they're looking for, it's, it was very interesting. And I, and I love the thought because I think all of us at one point had to find our own identity in our own faith and come out from under our parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know fair. I mean? Yeah. That's fair. And, and, and this is what's happening here. And it's, you know, I mean, that was me. I had to do that. And we've I mean, done that in some of our own ways too. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And you know, it took me, like if I'm real, I'll be fully transparent. I was a late bloomer. <laughs> I left, you know, like I've said a bunch of times, we grew up Lutheran, got confirmed in middle school or high school or whatever, graduated high school. And that was it. There was no young adults ministry. There was no marriage ministry. There was no like walk alongside mentors. It was like, okay, congratulations. You're 18. Here's your your personalized offering envelopes get to it. You should probably You're a fully adulted it. member now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go yeah. be an usher. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and that was a thing. And then, you know, for my family, we moved quite a bit during my high school years. So it just, then we just moved again. Now I'm in Colorado and snowboarding and skiing. I mean, I already had the skateboarding thing unlocked. So snowboarding and skiing became a thing and that became the mission. And then, you know, I go in the army and that obviously became the mission and I wasn't going to 
church and the army and then deployments and then all that stuff. And now next thing you know, I'm 26. I'm out of the army. I'm in a marriage that's probably not healthy and it's getting even more unhealthy and we weren't going to church. And then, you know, fast forward, I'm engaged to my current wife and we go to a church that I had gone to when we first moved back to Michigan and the pastor said something that was right, but at the same time hurtful. And then boom, 10 more years go oh, by, no you, way. you know, or more. And the next thing you know, man, I'm 45. Yeah, dude. It's like the end of 14 or be end of 14. Yeah. End of 2014, October. Wow. The, the boys came back from Mexico and a mutual friend of me and Brian Holcomb said, you got to come to church. Brian's coming back from a mission trip. You should check this out. And like I've said, I will tell you all who know Brian and who know me in all of my arrogance. I like, yeah, I'll do my buddy a solid and grace this place with my presence on account of he's coming home. <laughs> you know, I thought I was the goat even then. And then, <laughs> and then, so that's what happened. And then we were like, wow, this is different. Yeah. And then yeah. Pastor Jim would say things and would just hit different. You know, like same stuff, man. Right. The Bible's yeah. the Bible. The gospel yeah. speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. You know, this is a strange sidebar, very strange rabbit hole that I'm in, but whatever. We're going to, we're going to keep moving right, right along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like I said, gospel speaks for itself, but sometimes the share of the gospel presents it in such a way that it just, it hits different. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and then that's all it is. And and I will never forget the dream of TLE and this podcast. Since we're, we're reminiscing kind of here a few years ago, do you remember the experiment for a season? Yes. Yes. And they were going to, when they trimmed everything down to an hour service, I'm like, y'all, we used to have services of about an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes too, depending on what we were talking about. Yeah. And nobody was mad at it. No. It's just, it's just, we couldn't get any new people to come because they'd be like, how long is service? And I'm like, I don't know, hour and 45, two hours, something like that. I don't know. Depends. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> nope. But, but that's when they trimmed everything down. And that's when they first started. If you remember, it's when he first mentioned, we want to get some people to be campus pastors and have sort of like simulcast service in their home. We want to get people and there'll be a big thing and we'll train them up and we'll send them out and they'll show the service and they'll have their neighborhood in. And then he also said, and then, so that was on the back burner. Yeah. So that little piece now is in the 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 back parts of my brain, right? Of the, let's file that away, and then because it sounded cool, but then he says there's a million ways to do church. Pick one and yeah. do that. Yeah. And then I was like, think we got to do this from a podcast that way. And my whole motivation was so people could be right next to their partner who doesn't want to hear about it, and they could have their earbuds in. And they could listen to us and we could do our thing and they could hear the thing and then whatever. So it's, that's when it starts. And then as everybody knows, a couple years later, 
I tell you, Hey, look, we're about to do this thing. I don't even know how to start. And you're like, we have the stuff. And it's just, and here we are, man. We have, we have the stuff that we bought six months ago, but we're not, we're, we don't know what we're supposed to do with it. (laughs) So yeah, sometimes, sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes you move out of obedience and you do the thing and then like you wait because Uh God's not in a hurry. He knows what he's doing. And I think that's something I've been trying to wrap my head around more lately is that God's always on time, but yet we have such a participation in his work. (laughs) (laughs) like get to work you know but also that I'm moving and I'm working just because you can't see it doesn't mean I'm not doing amazing crazy crazy things you know and stuff so um and that's the thing like we were talking about before right yeah like that's the danger of if you're only going to be filled then all that ends up happening is you're just full yeah yeah (laughs) well I think it goes back to this last little part you know stay stay humble God gives and he takes away. And I, and I, and I don't, I'm coming to understand more that God doesn't take away because he's mean. <laughs> Cause right. you know, he just is trying to, you know, keep us under his thumb. It's because he knows what's right. He knows what we need at what time, what is a distraction. He knows how to right. take us through seasons where we trust more in yeah. him than all these other things, you know? And, um, but also That's showing right. us what we're capable of showing us to be creative, like this whole past year, like, okay, so we're restricted and all these things are taken away, but man, like, because of this, now our ability to do is actually increased. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. that much more accessible to, right. You know, we, we had our first interstate podcast episode with pastor Pradeepin, you know, we were able right. our first international episode with the Bradshaws and it's not all about being international and across the nation, but I, that we wouldn't have been able to do it's that. Just access. Right. Yeah. And, so. and it's more ears being able to hear. And, and, and what, and I always go back to this, we shared you guys that we had as of like Two last Friday or, or something. Yeah. 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 Total for like the whole time we've been under the center platform, 18,870 listens, which obviously is probably more now. It's been a couple of days, but I always go back to this. That's 18,870 opportunities to hear a message. It's not just about us and hearing us. It's about now you're on that platform. And once our episode's over, typically how the layout works is you're going to go into the previous week's message. Yeah. You know, and that's just, that's to me, that's equal as them hearing people hearing us ramble on. Yeah. You know, is, is, but I like this. I want to go back for a minute to God gives and he takes away and you're right. It's not, he doesn't take away cause he's mean. And I want to kind of digress to uh, last week. I, I mentioned there's a fighter, a Muslim dude. Uh, yeah. The fight world knows him as Khabib, and he's like, I never lost. He was a very honoring and humble guy, honoring of his father. But another fighter who's like kind of, kind of his rival got his leg broken. Conor McGregor, his leg broke. And then Conor's coach was, I don't understand how this happened. I don't understand this. He's young and he's healthy and he's fit. And Khabib's response to that, it was, if you don't know, and if you're not there yet, and you're maybe not a believer, this will seem smug, but Khabib says all things from God. That's, 
And for us, and he yeah. is Muslim and we're Christian, but it's the same for us. It's that that's just it. Yeah. That's just it. And like I said last week, if you need, if you're got yourself where you need to be more humble, God will give you the opportunity to be humble. Yeah. And if that means breaking my hand a couple years ago, or if that means this dude's leg gets broken, or that means something that I think that I, I'm the guy and I need to be recognized as such, you know, some of those, some of that chaff, if you will, some of that dead wheat, some of the things that need pruning, God will take that. Yeah. And it's well, not, he knows the way it's actually out of love as opposed to out of yes. meanness or yes. anger. Some of, I can look back directly and see the prayers that we prayed two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you know, all these years that God, God knows the way through, you know, it's like going in blind on some mission and there's smoke in the wherever, but you've been through the train and you're like holding on the guy ahead of you. Like he knows where he's going, mm-hmm. you know, when you want to get through and so you're trusting him. You're holding on, you know, mm. so I, I think sometimes, so many times, you know, we start praying for stuff, God, you know, like breakthrough in my family or breakthrough in whatever thing I'm going through or God lead us, like give us vision, give us a mission, like show us our purpose, like show, you know, all these, like so many things. Right. And then he starts answering that and it's not what we thought it would look like. And that's okay. It just didn't look like what we thought it would, but he is so good mm-hmm. and he knows the way he knows what he's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, staying humble, you know, like, no, God, I really, I really know the better way. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Right. I've tried that. Like yeah. I've had plenty of seasons where I've been like, all right, it's time on to the next thing. I'll just go ahead and retire and then I'll pray about it. And he's like, Nope. <laughs> No, you won't. <laughs> Not yet. And like last year, man, I'll be honest with you. There's times during COVID where I'm like, now this is not for me. Mm-mm. Nope. Too many people around me dying, witnessing too much, too much yeah. sorrow, too much death, too much business closes, too much people fighting over stuff that they really yeah. have no business too much. So I'm good. And it'd be like, nope. So that's why Jeremiah 29, that's why that, that's why that really, like, he's nothing, he's not putting me out there for, it's not to harm me. Yeah. Right. Where is it? That's right. That's too small for me to read. You might have to read it. Hold on. I'm, yeah, I'll read it. Jeremiah 29, 11. This is the new interact, the NIV version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Yeah. See, that's, that's fire right there. Yeah. But, but just living that out, just owning it and living it. And just, that's, that's the season. That's what life is. Yeah. Just again, I pulled that, that thought from that football guy, nothing that I've ever gone through would even, I mean, it's different. It's apples to oranges. Right. I mean, I didn't get injured and lose a whole career. Right. But sometimes for all of us, it's hard to be in one season still when you're so excited for what the next season presents. Yeah. Like when you, your faith shows you like you're believing for this thing, but in between you and this thing is a whole nother season. 
is the grind. You still, there's this, there's still a grind. Right. And what's crazy for me is I have to refocus because I like the grind. I like the suck. Like it makes me comfortable. It's weird and seems so counterintuitive, but I love it. But I I want the best of both worlds because I'm human. Yeah. I'm a knucklehead. I want to like see what happens, but I like to, I like the process, but I also, but which is also in faith, right? For us, for who believe and who acknowledge the cross, we're supposed to operate from the victory. Right. So what I'm supposed to do is just trust it's going to work. It's going to be cool. Right. Or it's going to be a whole different mission. Well, and I also know, yeah, yeah, for 100%. And a lot of times I'll have to pray, okay, God, like while I'm here, where's my focus? Because we're making steps towards the goal, right? Like I know that you've put me on this path. I know that you've given me this to do, but in the meantime, where do I put my energy so that I both know that I'm going to get there. I know that I'm working towards what you've called me to, but also that I'm doing whatever in the day-to-day that I'm supposed to do here? Like what's the mission, like the submission within the mission? Does that make sense? Like, yes, no, you know, so that's stuff where I don't want to get distracted by things, but I also like what you're saying. I don't, man, more than ever these last few years, I don't want to waste this time. Um, you know, we lose loved ones. We lose what we think life's going to be for whatever circumstance and stuff. And like, I just want to be present in all of it. And I know that when I, I want to lay my head down at the end of the day, knowing that I was good and faithful now, not just one day, maybe good and faithful, but that today I did what I needed to do. And I'll be honest, I don't always wake up every day going, Lord, what do you have for me today? You know, like sometimes a lot of times I get to the end of the day, I'm like, man, I did a lot of stuff and stressed out about a lot of stuff. And it wasn't necessarily what you wanted me to focus on, you know? And so he's still training all of us up, you know, and we're still having to surrender to that process And the good thing, the good thing is that he's never going to stop working. He's going to, you know, the Bible talks about that Christ is going to, like, he's going to continue the work in us until the day of Christ, until we're all done being here on earth. You know, the frustrating Mm -hmm. thing is that I just, I want to be done being worked on now. You know, I just want to have it all figured out, but that's, that's not how he's designed it. And so I I need to surrender to all that every day, you know? That's, that's good. I want to touch on something <clears throat> that we were talking about on Monday evening. Okay. Because like you were feeling some kind of way and I was feeling some kind of way. So <laughs> yeah, I think what I said wasn't, I, so I want to clarify. I want to clarify this. This is important okay. for people who maybe are freedom center people who listen and people who don't know Christ yet. Um, this is important to me. So there was a post shared And it was talking about like the mission, like what we're supposed to do as the church and, and this or that. And then the comment, a comment was like kind of counter to the the post was for one person, the, their God given freedoms were also important. So what I want to touch on is God given freedom. And so for me, and I feel, I know that you'll agree with me, anything God-given can be taken away. So it doesn't matter. We're like equally free under God 
we're equally free whether we're in Fenton or we're on lockdown or Iraq or communist China or in Cuba or whatever. Under that freedom that we get by giving our lives to Christ, therefore to the Father, no one can take that freedom. So we're always free in that. Right. So even a mask on your face, still free. Yeah. The freedom, like our liberties, that freedom, that is earned by people who came before us. Yeah. It's two different things. And I just, I just, for whatever reason, I feel led to kind of try and clarify that. And to be so bold and this, probably will hurt feelings and it just needs to be said that if you don't believe in God you don't have God-given freedom that's just it's harsh and it's gross to say but that's just the truth yeah you you can't be atheist and then tell me about your God-given right to bear arms that's not how that is your American constitutional right to bear arms 100% and I support it And I would jump on a grenade a hundred times over to protect your right to do that. Yeah. But you have to be very careful when you're throwing around God-given freedoms because you don't lose that. That cannot be taken away by the government. Right. It can't be taken away by mandates. Can't surely can't be taken away by a virus or a vaccine. That that is just entirely different. Yeah, you know, no, yeah, when when the, you know, I think of the declaration, the Declaration of Independence, when they talked about that our God given rights to what our life, Mm -hmm. life, liberty and the pursuit of, right, pursuit of happiness, pursuit of happiness. And so I think that we sometimes umbrella everything, like all of our rights as citizens underneath what they declared that we are free, that we have a right to be free. Mm -hmm. We have a right to live. We have a right to pursue our own happiness. And so, um, and then we just kind of umbrella it all together. And, and, you know, I think this is a very interesting time in our, I don't know. I, I, once in a while, Nick and I will go back and watch. um, There's a really good documentary of World War II done. And they had Mm -hmm. interviews from, Germany, Japan, like all sorts of people from different perspectives from around the world um, in this documentary. And they did like 10 episodes of the major events uh, and they had footage from around the world from different nations and stuff. It was pretty, uh, we, we don't understand that to the degree we see a lot of it because we're so connected with media and news and all that stuff. Um, But I don't, like, I don't personally understand that, like my grandparents did growing up in a time like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, except for the folks that have gone and served active. Um, I don't, you know, that's kind of a, all that to say that I, I, I'm very careful to proclaim my rights on things. Although I, you know, me, I get very, I'm very opinionated with things. We have definitely our opinions about stuff, but um, at the end of the day, my Lord and Savior comes first before right. my citizenship here as as an American, as whatever nationality and ethnicity I mm-hmm. am. Like right. Jesus comes first, and so whatever that's going to look like over my lifetime, regardless of what happens in this nation and across the world, 
Like I'm, I'm first and foremost obedient to Christ. And I'm still figuring out that because lots of days I don't want to, because I want to do what I want. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I 100% agree that we have to, we have to really check ourselves where our motives are and where our pride is and where we're stand what we're standing on, you know? Right. Right. Cause most definitely when we came to this country, when it was first settled, that was the, that was the thing, right? Yeah. They left, yeah. they left, uh, England or the homeland or whatever, they were escaping religious persecution. And they came here with a biblical viewpoint of coming from a position of faith. This is how we'll write this out. Yeah. But through time, you know, that withered away, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that idea, I get it. I get the language of the constitution. But, but I agree said, with what you're saying that now that's just this whole thing that gets, you know, right. it does get yeah. very muddy, you right. know, and I do, right. and, I do want to be a responsible citizen and say the thing I think when other things don't make sense, you know, like I, I right. want to, you know, but yeah, that's, it's interesting. How it just, we it engage. is. It's, yeah. And that's it. So I got it's late. I know. It was good. So listeners, what I did today, we usually record at eight and at about seven 45, I was in Okemos because <laughs> me and the fam went to the Chick-fil-A and I was playing in a park and I was like, Oh snap. Supposed to record in like 10 minutes. Oops. No, th- no, that's okay. Because then Nick and I were like, Oh snap, we're still in Fenton getting ice cream and playing tennis. <laughs> so we were both families were on the same page tonight. It was totally uh, fine. Yeah, it's all you- good. All right, episode 99 in the or 98. 98. In the books. books. All right, man. We're getting close. Next week, maybe I'll find a guest. We'll do some more reminiscing. Next week, what we're going to talk about is our favorite moments in the first 99 episodes. Now, see, I'm glad you gave me a heads up there because I'm going to have to write a list out. I'm going to have to go back through like the the episode titles and think about it. That's good. Yeah. You write your list because I ain't writing lists. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us on this long, long journey. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, and yes, indeed, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's a weird space. I don't stay on it only to post the episodes. That's good. I looked at it for like 10 minutes. I looked at it for like three minutes and all I was ready was like, What? kind of toxic world is this and i was back out in fact i don't even fully go on it what happens is when i share so i put it on insta stories and simultaneously on twitter so i don't Point i know it. it's there <laughs> perfect but i'm not i'm not going back in there man it's scary in there <laughs> shut the door <laughs> real fast <laughs> yes i don't even know need to use the door it's like a mail slot right yeah <laughs> it's cool this is weird no, it's good. Thank All you right. guys. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you, Freedom Center Church. Thank you, Kingdom Builders. Thank you yes. to just everybody that at some point or another has had your hand in this podcast and in this ministry. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're so grateful to um, to do this with you guys. So thank you. All right. 